0: Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. Before I get to the three signs that your relationship will last, I wanted to share a quick story. And by the way, there's nothing calmer. No, that's not the word I want to use. It's, uh, there's another C word. There's uh, nothing that encourages creativity. I guess in calmness than um, rain, light rain, especially if you live in Los Angeles and you're not used to rain. Now, if you live in Oregon, um, that's just another day, and maybe what brings you calm is sun. But here in L.A., Uh, We don't get rain, so I don't know if you can hear in the background, there is a light drizzle, and uh, my garage door is open, and I'm watching the rain as I talk to you, and I feel calm, I feel very present, there's a crispness in the air. I'm also describing you these things because I think it's important to um, use our senses, and so instead of just me pumping information into your ear, maybe this is helping you with mood setting, with um, imagining rain or calmness or, you know, the uh, the landscape that I am painting, <laughs> that I'm experiencing as I talk to you. Okay, here's my quick story. Uh, so my partner is away. She's in Paris for eight days. And I am uh, watching our daughter and, you know, doing my work. And what's interesting, one of the the things that I noticed, uh, one of the revelations that I had was, and this just happened right before I came on. So it's fresh. I was thinking before she left, I I remember thinking, okay, prep myself. It's eight days. Um, turn on my uh, daddy hat, put on my daddy hat, and um, figure out how I can get past these eight days. And the island for me to swim toward was when she got back, right? So I was focused on, okay, how can I get through these eight days? How am I going to fill up my days? What am I going to do this day and that day? And and when, when Logan's not in school and um i just got i just have to get to the other side right that was my mindset which is an old pattern of mine just kind of getting to the island right swimming as fast as i can to the island and i and i remember thinking this is before she left okay if i could just get to when she gets back then we have you know these other things to look forward to we have a birthday party we have my men's retreat we have you know this and that and now i'm uh past the halfway point she'll be back in three days. And I realized that that's not a good mindset to have in that just panicking and trying to get somewhere strips you of the actual experience. And here's the thing. She's going to be back. She's going to be back uh, sooner than I know it. And suddenly I'm going to be like, "Oh, why was I trying to swim so fast toward the eight days? because I don't even remember the eight days. They flew by, right? And it's just a great example because most of my life, I used to think about getting somewhere as fast as I could. And if I could get there, then other things would line up. I would be happier. Things would be okay. I would feel calm. And of course, by doing so, by having this mindset, I'm actually not experiencing in my body full presence of the eight days. It's like I'm losing my eight days or going into my uh, Millennium Falcon and in warp speed, zooming past the eight days in a panicked fight or flight state to get to day number nine. That's the island. And then I get there and I look back and I'm like, why was I so panicked? What what was the big deal? And all the moments that I've lost, right? And I think that's why I also A lot of times start with a podcast with my garage open, describing to you what I'm seeing and feeling so that uh, I could check in with myself, you know, so I'm not just a talking head and spinning information, but I'm here in your ear with you being present. So another lesson from the universe, from life, and uh, hopefully a reminder to you to stop swimming so fast toward the island and enjoy your swim there. Okay, sign number one that your relationship will last. Now, of course, there are many signs, but I just picked these three because they're not signs that we think about, or at least I've heard often. Sign number one is if you have the ability to, both of you guys have the ability to come out of a fight because it's not about how many times we fight, because we're going to fight, it's about how we fight. But if you can come out of a fight producing relationship glue, instead of holding resentment, instead of cracking space, that the fights actually bring, produce a closeness. Now, if you have the ability, which requires um, a lot of things, Like trying to understand before trying to be understood, which requires a response instead of a reaction, which requires (laughs) self-awareness, which requires tools. But if both of you guys have the ability to go into conflict or fighting and come out the other end closer – that is a huge sign that your relationship will last. Now, if you don't have this ability, it's a sign <laughs> that the plane's going to go down eventually. If fighting is unsafe, if fighting is something that um, you dread and you're afraid, uh, uh, you're, you're afraid of conflict in your relationship, that is a huge wall. That is a red flag. That is going to stunt growth. It, it's just a matter of time. And you know, in our twenties, uh, we just deal with it because. We don't know any better because we don't know how to fight and we just kind of suppress shit and, you know, we just kind of uh, white knuckle through these things. And what holds the relationship together is our sticky dysfunction and our fear to be alone. Oh, now it's raining hard. Can you hear that? I wish I had another mic outside so I could do some ASMR because this rain is very... um, it's med... What's the word? Meditative? It's very meditative. It's very tranquil. It's very calming. And I, I hope that you could hear it as well. It, it, it's nice to play in the background instead of music. We hear way too much music. I, I like the sounds of uh, life and nature as, as, um, as music. Anyway, that's sign number one. And as I'm going through these signs, see if, if you have these in your relationship. If you're not in a relationship, if they were in your previous relationship, sign number two is if the relationship can hold individual growth. So not because there's you and there's your partner and then there's a relationship, right? So like individual as in its own, both people as independent, as individual beings, right? on their own journey with their own interest and friends and, and all that. So if the relationship can hold that kind of space, a lot of relationships can't because of codependency, because of enmeshment, because there's a, uh, 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 like I said earlier, the um, this dysfunctional stickiness that's produced from a lot of young love and unhealthy love. And when people want to be their own being with their own dreams and their own friends, a lot of times uh, relationships can't hold that. So a sign that your relationship will last is that it can hold that. And, you know, I just shared a story about Vanessa being away. Well, this is a good example. You know, if her being away causes me to crumble, causes me to pause my life, causes me to not have a life, <laughs> causes anxiety, causes uh, constant texting, right, whatever, um, then that's a huge sign your relationship isn't going to last because it means it's preventing people from becoming, right? It's stunting individual stories. And it's just a matter of time before someone says, okay, I, this is not good for me. I want to grow and evolve, and this relationship is a uh, a shackle around my ankle, And this is why a lot of young love doesn't last is because we start to outgrow the relationship. We realize our relationship can't hold that, you know. So if your relationship can and you still feel connected when your partner is on the other side of the world, that is a sign that the relationship has legs. It's a sign that the relationship has stretch, right? It's a sign that the relationship makes you feel safe to be you so you could go on your journey now, you could do life with your partner, but um, you're also living your own life at the same time. And that's also a sign that the relationship is healthy. The third sign that your relationship will last, and, and by the way, real quick, if you follow me on social media, um, I probably gave you three different signs or two different signs. Uh, and I do that on purpose because I don't want to just... Uh, take a butter knife to my, to my videos. And that you know, um, I, I, I want you to hear something different on my podcast, or at least I'm going deeper. Um, I don't just copy and paste. So the third sign that a relationship will last is, um, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm uh, I'm thinking because I have, I have so many, uh, I have said so many things that I think can be green flags, and so I am picking um, what I want that third sign to be. I'm also trying to not copy what I said in my video because, of course, I did you know a shorter version of this, uh, possible one minute. Anyway, I'm stalling. I'm sorry. Let me take a breath. I really wanna. I, I really want this last one to, to land for you. I'm. I want to hit the side of the park, and maybe by maybe by announcing that I'm making it about me uh, than than you. I'm also thinking about my own story and my 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 relationships. You know, I think the third sign I'm going to pick is um, one's ability to uh, take ownership for his or her, her own uh, uh, or their shortcomings, you know, so the ability to redefine love. Okay, so let me explain, and I think this is uh, this is huge. Uh, l- love is not dried cement. Love is uh, a th- uh, a, like it's a, it's like energy in that it's always changing and morphing depending on the individual and their story. right? Like th- your definition of love today is probably very different than it was in high school. You were different in high school. It's very different than when you were in your 20s. Um, And it's going to be different when you're in your 50s, right? What you put weight on, what matters to you. As you evolve and grow, your love buds, as I say, change like your taste buds. I, I used to inhale six donuts, no problem. I have half a donut and I feel sick, right? My taste buds have literally changed. I can't consume sugar, and some of the stuff that I used to when I was younger. And so our, our, our love buds changed like that, you know? And what we used to be attracted to probably we're repelled by today, you know? Because we have changed, and we have new lenses, and we have new definitions. And so a sign that your relationship will last is that both of you are always redefining what love looks like by... Exploring your inner journey, having conversations not only with your partner, but yourself, challenging yourself, taking ownership of your shortcomings, right? Everything that is required to grow and evolve. And these are hard things to do processing with a therapist, you know, reading books, all of it. And always redefining what love looks like for you. And if two people are doing that, there is a bike that is pedaled and it is moving forward. And uh, love, the energy, right, is evolving and growing and it's not this stagnant, it's not a poster. It is its own living, breathing thing. And you and your partner are contributing to keeping this in the air and alive. And so once you stop doing this and you hold on to old definitions of love, I think uh, the plane goes down. I think the engine stops, right? You stop pedaling that bike. And so, in a relationship, pedaling a bike means to constantly redefine what love looks like for you. And you're not doing this daily. <laughs> you're doing this when it feels honest. You're doing this as you notice change and growth, you know? And you're also doing this with your partner. So, you are expressing, communicating, sharing, doing life together. And part of doing life is to share your new definitions of love. Now, there is. Uh, the risk that, um, one day you wake up and your definition of love is very different than your partner's and you guys just have different definitions of love. And if that's the case, uh, yes, it could be an ongoing conversation, but it's also like the way that I look at it, 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 it's part of life. People grow apart, you know? Um, I don't put hard lines around relationships and the promise, um, I put a lot of weight on your 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 truth, and respecting and championing and on, honoring that, and and accepting it. You know, and so if for whatever reason there's been drift, and your partner's definition of love is very different than yours, or your partner went on, you know, some crazy ayahuasca, or I just recently did uh, my first ketamine session. That is in a podcast. If you are interested in my experience. But um, you know, if they had some kind of uh, awakening journey or something, and they've come out the other side, and they have a new definition of love. Oh, here's an example. Let's say your partner wants to um, open the relationship, but that is not your definition of love. Your definition of love is monogamy. Well, it's totally fair that that's your definition. And it's totally fair that your partner has his or her own reasons for wanting to open. And it may not work, right? That Like it's not what you signed up for. So that may be a deal breaker. So constantly... Redefining love, but also knowing that definitions can be different and people can drift and it's no one's fault unless it is, right? Unless the drift is because of infidelity or, you know, um, people uh, betraying each other and all that. But as long as the drift is coming from one's own story and evolution, then uh, it's life and it's bigger and you really have to hold that, you know? What's important and what is responsible is communicating, doing life with each other, expressing one's journey where they're at so um, someone doesn't wake up and uh, they are blindsided, Blindsided, right? Anyway, thank you for listening, and um, if you want to join a private community, um, go to my instagram at the angry therapist and uh, click on my bio link and i have um, a bunch of uh, different communities and it's really cool a lot of chatting live groups and um it uh, there are no algorithms or ads or anything it's a clean platform where we are uh, doing life and creating conversations like this together i will see you inside be well